Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your host. With me is Cool Boy Mew. Hey. Full Metal. Sup? We're here to discuss more of Full Metal's list, plus any other shit we've been looking at lately. Uh, recently, I've been addicted to Elden Ring. I know I'm a year late, but we could do a whole podcast on that, but I don't want to consume all of our time here. I have not played a single Souls game so far. Oh, um, you're missing out. It's good shit. Yeah, I'd say Elden Ring is a good entry point. It fixes some yeah. of the minor complaints I had about previous games. Yeah, definitely one of the better ones. Nothing to say about that. I, I know I have some of the Souls game on Steam because uh, they were in bundles, and that's about it. I think yeah. I have one and two. Can, can you still play them online? Uh, I I don't want to play them online. Well, I don't either. I'm just curious. Like uh, I, I, I think they restored it for two, but not for one. Uh, I didn't like two as much. It had a big emphasis on combat with multiple opponents at once and I'm really terrible at that. Yeah, 2 is kind of the black sheep of a Souls franchise. It's it has a lot of defenders, but honestly, it's objectively the worst one. Yeah, still a decent game. I remember pirating it when it came out and I got stuck on the first enemy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good action RPG, but it's a bad uh, Souls game. Yeah, I remember when From Software made the the Kingsfield games in the 90s. I played those when I was a teenager on the PS1. Yeah, I've heard that these games are jank incarnate. Yeah, they were slow and shitty. But I guess they were good practice for creating Demon Souls, which ended up being good. Yeah, now they're making another Armored Core game, which I did not think that would happen, but... Fuck it, I guess Mecca's back thanks to FromSoft. Yeah, we should get you hooked on that game, Mew. It, it would be fun. Eventually, I have a lot to play. Uh, a shitload to play. The, the Switch games doesn't stop coming, and I'm not playing them. Uh, and on top of that, the Nintendo eShop for both the 3DS and the Wii U is uh, ending at the end of the month. Yeah, I heard some people went crazy buying games on discount. Uh, the, the, there's not that much discount, but Capcom has practically everything they've made on these consoles at like something crazy, like ninety percent off. So, which is fair since the thing's closing down. Yeah, and uh, yeah. the the games are something like. Three dollars something Canadian. So if you want to purchase them legally or whatever, because I mean, three dollars is actually a really good digital price. Yeah, uh, you can get all of the Ace Attorney series, uh, almost all of the Ace Attorney series in 3DS for like less than twenty bucks. That that means that you get trilogy, which is one, two, three. Uh, you there's also Apollo Justice, they ported the DS game, and then there's Dual Destinies, which is five, and there's Spirit of Justice, which is six. So you get practically everything, 
except uh, Investigation 1. They did not port the DS game of this one. Investigation 2, it didn't even release here. However, there's a fan translation, and it's fucking amazing. And then there's uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, uh, which, is all, which is actually a 3DS game, but they probably needed the level 5 permission to discount it, and the yeah. Capcom didn't bother. And uh, there's actually two other... 3ds games but we didn't get them until uh, the switch they're called the great ace attorney so they're on this yeah yeah you've talked about those before they take place in the 1700s or some shit right yes and i still haven't finished them actually oh, I, 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 I beat the first four phoenix wright games but this was uh, the, the, 15 years ago uh, I really recommend continuing. Uh, Dual Destinies is not very good, uh, unfortunately, but you still gotta play it. But then, then after this, the Spirit of Justice is one of the best in the Garm series. Also, Investigation 2 is amazing. It's, a, it's really unfortunate they did not bring it here. Yeah, I heard the sales for Investigations 1 were subpar. That's because Investigation 1 was subpar. <laughs> well, I, I played that one, too. It, yeah, there wasn't much of interest to that. Yeah, there was just, like, a few, I think two cases that were good, and the rest were like, eh. However, Investigation 2, amazing. Like, one of the best. Yeah, I need to set some time apart to play these. Yeah, yeah, and on top of that, you played the others, so you should re really uh, get caught up the series. Uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright is fantastic too. But anyways, that was a a big, big, big uh, digress because I was going to talk about Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yes, I'm actually playing that. Do you have any idea what, what this is? No, what is it? I have the, no clue what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, this is some really fucking weird game by Nintendo. It's actually a baseball uh, mini game collection. But w what's really weird about it is that um, you have to purchase every single game in it. Well, every mini game collection, there's like eight of them, but you can actually aggle your price down with items you unlock from actually playing the games. So within oh. the game, you have to buy more mini games to unlock them. Uh, well, well, basically, the, the the base game is free, but you gotta buy the mini game. And yeah, I remember hearing about this years ago. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really fucking weird concept, but but uh, the aggling down is actually really really easy, and yeah, it, it's easy. But I just wanted to to experience th this kind of weird shit because if you really wanted to, you can just not haggle and purchase them full price, which is like four dollars something instead of like one dollar fifty. Which is weird, and apparently doing that changes the story a little bit. But what you can do is that you can just uh, purchase them 
at the lowest price, erase your save, and then try again. And when you purchase them, it, it won't make you purchase them again because you already did, even if the price changed. So you can then get like the uh, the alternative scenes, but the, whatever. The, the, this is exactly what I needed. Uh, j- j- just some random bullshit, no, no frill mini game collection. And uh, I've never heard of this, but the concept of haggling for stuff you're going to pay with real money is that's a novel idea. Yeah, that, that's an interesting idea. And you also get to see a, a rusty story. I mean, it's not like a grand story or something, but it, it just it, it just really a, a unique concept that haven't been done before, I think. So yeah, so I wanted to experience this before the eShop's closure. And I did, and I pretty much finished it. Uh, it, it was sweet. I enjoyed my time. Nice. I've also been playing uh, one Japanese game, but one is a, is not a Japanese game, but it's based on the Japanese game that I'm going to talk about. So I've been playing a bit on, on my analog pocket, and I've been uh, playing some uh, Devil's Crush on it. D- do you know that game? Oh, that's a pinball game on the TurboGrafx-16. Yes, and one of the garn best fucking pinball game ever played. It, 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 it's just really? really, really fun. Yeah, it has visuals inspired by Alien and some weird-ass music. No, it, no, no. The, the, uh, the Alien one is Alien Crush. It, oh, it's the first yeah. one. Devil's oh, I get those Crush two is the sequel, and it's a bit more fully featured. You can actually beat the table and get an ending, but but it's really, really fucking tough. Uh, what's cool in it is that you, you do a bunch of stuff, and then there's... Apparently, there's 15 of them of uh, doors that can open that takes you to a mini game and if you complete like the the mini game of course you you get a well the mini game it, it, it's like a, a mini pinball table uh, uh where you're against a boss or something and it um, you complete it you get a lot of point your ball becomes blue and then you get a shitload of score and yeah it's it's really really fun but the game I was going to talk about, I just I got it last week from a limited run game. It's uh, Demon's Tilt. Obvious. Oh, yeah, I've played that. That's a new Steam game inspired by these old pinball well, games, right? Well, it, it's literally inspired by Devil's Crush. Yeah, I played this for a while. Yeah, they, they, this is really fun. So I have it on Switch, and uh, I've been having fun with this, but I really, really suck at tilting. The, the, the controls on Switch are kind of like not made to do this easily. Yeah, tilting's the pinball technique where you slap the side of the machine to move the ball a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and, and the game has kind of a tilt meter, which seems to be really generous, but I, I really suck at tilting, and the, the game explicitly tells you you really need to tilt, and you really do. So I, I just have to to work on my on my reflex for that. But if you play the uh, EX mode, it has those sub tables just like Devil's Crush. 
Yeah, I, I only played this for like half an hour, but I, I had fun doing it. it. If you're a fan of pinball, this has a lot of uh, unique stuff in it. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Everything I want from a video pinball game. Exactly. I, I, I don't want like realism or something. Just make something fucking cool like Devil's Crush. Uh, you mentioned anime based on games. I thought you were going to talk about the upcoming Atelier Ryza game. Or oh, yeah. Anime. I, th th thank God you talk about that. I, I, I almost forgot, but yeah, uh, uh, Ryza, the first game, is actually getting an anime. And my God, the, the ties. Ooh, the, the ties. The, yeah, the, uh, Awooga. I've never played this game, but I've seen a lot of pictures of uh, of the chick with the meaty thighs. Yeah, and uh, my God, the meaty thighs are—they're there. It, it's gonna be great. At least I hope so. The the, the game was fun. Yeah. The the third game is releasing like in a few days, and I can't fucking wait. So you're gonna spend another two hundred hours on that one, right? And uh, no, not not two hundred hours. It, it, it's more like forty hours. The Atelier games are not this long, even for one hundred person. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna spend some some time on this. All right, I'll watch the anime when it comes out this summer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we go to Full Metal's list, talking of anime. Uh, so that we don't fucking forget again. Uh, Isekai Ojisan uh, finally had its last episode last week. Oh, man. How many times has it been delayed? Uh, two. At, at least. Like, no, yeah. Or, or, no way or, or maybe three. But no, then, fr no freaking no. way was that due to COVID. It, there was some internal bullshit going on. Uh, oh, yeah. Th th there's been like five shows this season that has been delayed like this. Is there like some sort of weird animator strike I'm not hearing about? No, I, I think some bullshit with China or, or whatever. Uh, or, or, or yeah, that would make sense. Or, or Aniplex doesn't want like to 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 be a, a paying like replacement staff or whatever. But it, the the COVID shit seems to seems like it might be an excuse. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're full of fucking shit. COVID's over. No one's dying of COVID anymore. Be, be, because as, as far as I'm aware, that, that's not completely true. But then again, people die from the common cold. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe but, some old people are still dying from COVID, but almost everyone else has stopped caring about it. Uh, what, sorry, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, there, there's like the, the the Demon Academy from this season. Um, it's yeah, Mao Gekuen has completely stopped caring, as far as I'm aware. Like it, it's going to get transferred to the next season, and there's another show that's gonna happen. But then there's also uh, Bofuri, which uh, had been delayed, but it has been starting again. So I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> because that's at least like five shows this season. But 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 anyways, uh, going back to Isekai Ojisan, uh, that delay really sucked because the, the last delay, at least, uh, it was like around the middle of the season. 
So then you had like a slew yeah. of episode, but then like to delay the last episode, it, it just kind of like it the 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 impact was not good. I think. Yeah, it was way too long of a delay for uh, a, a decent episode. It wasn't like crazy, but it was. Yeah, but yeah, but it was like the, it was the, fine. the climax of the show, and I just feel like it it killed all the eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like, it was like what, like two months? It was like a yeah, two month. Two... Exactly. Something like that. I, I, like, I that's was ridiculous. I, I was not fucking hype at all. The, the The episode was good, but like the the hype was killed, and I didn't really yeah. care. So that that really sucked because otherwise, Isekai Jisen is a really good show. It still wouldn't have won last season. It, it, it had no chance last season. And uh, uh, even if I made it count this season, it, it had no chance either. Uh, yeah, it's too yeah. bad it got delayed so much because I was looking forward to it because I read the manga years ago. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, the, the show overall is good. It's just that my hype was... Uh, what was really low <laughs> yeah i feel the same way I, I think a lot of people probably felt that way yeah there this practice of like constantly delaying things for whatever reason is um i think it's gonna bite a lot of these uh companies in the ass because people yeah. they're more likely to buy dvds and merchandise when they're hyped for the show but if you're constantly doing delays people are just gonna get sick of it I agree. Move on I th- to something else. I think this is why some of these shows are going to go probably to the next season, and they're probably going to uh, restart airing. This is what they, they usually do. It's going to cause problems for your best of the season lists. Um, not, not, not really. We already have... Um... A strict rules about this. If the show has been delayed and it restarts airing completely, it belongs to that season now. So, yeah. Except when it's just like one episode. So, Isekai Ojisan, it stopped at the middle, it started back, it counts where it started back, but the, the final episode... It's it, it's not enough to then consider it of that season. So I, I think that's a solid rule. No? I yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Because th- these are supposed to be exceptions in the first place, but but yeah. Uh, yeah, other, it's just a really weird circumstance. Uh, otherwise, uh, the I've I haven't talked about this one uh, in the last few weeks. This is a late comer to this season. I have been watching Irugeru Sky Pricker, also known as Thoring Sky Pricker. So th- th- this is another Pricker, and uh, pe- people have said that they're kind of idol themed, somewhat. However, there's nothing idle about it, so I, I don't know. Is there anything to separate it from the over 9,000 other idle shows you've mentioned? This is not an idle show in the first place, so yeah. So, 
there's no comparison other than for some reason when they transformed they used their kind of pen thing like if it was a microphone but then the comparison ends there so i don't know what's up with that because because i remember reading the description that it seems to be idle thing but there's nothing idle about it. it 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 seems to be more like superhero thing especially since the the main girl this time coming from another world wanted to be a superhero and well precure has always been about like to to set to like fights and yeah All Sounds right. interesting. For, for me, shit, I suppose. For me to poop on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I just end up dropping this one as usual. We'll see. But the, 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 this is not like one of my favorite of these uh, of these Sunday morning shows. All right. Anything else to cover before we continue Full Metal's list? Uh, nothing from me, at least. All right, I don't have anything else either. So, all right, take it away. All right, so we're continuing the list with Psychopaths. Uh, we're getting closer to the end of this list, so it's... just bear with me a little bit longer. <laughs> so, Psychopaths, just season one. Yeah, I'm specifically listing just season one because uh, season two is fine, but it's eh, it was it was a uh, quite a bit step quite a bit of a step down. Yeah, that that's because it's not written by uh, Rubashi. Yeah, and it really shows. Psychopath season one is probably one of my favorite sci-fi anime like of all time. Like oh, it was fantastic. It was so good. The ending is... I'm not going to spoil it, but the ending... Oh my god, what a satisfying ending. Too bad season two happened and kind of shat on it. But... uh, Season... Go on. Sorry, apparently Urobachi comes back for the movies and season three, but uh, I I think I've asked this like ten times already, but I think for season three you're supposed to see the movies or something. I believe I've been told later that that's not really true except for some little details, but I'm not sure. I don't don't know. I don't know shit about this, except it's the anime version of Minority Report. Kind of. I think it has one of the most accurate, like, um, well, in my opinion, like, the most accurate, like, uh, ideas of what the future is going to be like. It's very much going to be like a technocracy where order is going to be chosen over liberty. But politics aside, uh, this is a really fascinating anime. And it, at the end of the day, it really is just sort of like a cop story. But set in this sort of sci-fi world. Not that, it, not that it's just like some backdrop that's just there. Like, it's very much integral to the story. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch this for a decade. Because I, I like Urobochi. And I've heard nothing but good things about this. I just... Never got around to it. 
Yeah. So I, I, I mentioned to you, Dad, but I haven't said it on the podcast. I've actually started watching Monster. Uh, I'm still going through it, so I'm not going to uh, talk about it too much. But uh, it, it has a somewhat similar premise if, you, if you've watched Monster. Okay. So if you want a monster in the future, it's kind of like that a little bit. Ah, you're getting me even more interested because monster is freaking it's, great. It's really good, dude. It's it's one of the best like sci-fi stories I I've seen in anime or in media in general. Really, it was it was one of my favorite anime of all time. Uh, it kind of lost some points retroactively because of the later seasons being mediocre to shit. I tried getting back into Psychopaths when season three aired, and I just couldn't get into it. But season one, I think, still stands out as uh, a fantastic show. Um, the only complaint I would really have about it is in the beginning, they do that thing that a lot of shows do where they sort of over-explain things. Like, two characters will have a conversation that's just exposition dialogue instead of, like, a normal human conversation, so it comes off really awkward, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that happens a little bit, and it's kind of annoying, but that's about the worst of it. That's the most I could uh, really say negatively about the show. I think it has a really fascinating premise with the whole, like, civil system and the dominators where cops basically get the, uh, they get a free pass to blow your fucking brains out if you show any sort of, like, aggression. Like, it's really fucked up. Uh, I'll avoid commenting on modern day politics. We're here to talk about (laughs) animes. Yeah. Um, and it, it it has this interesting like concept where people are labeled latent criminals. Uh, they they're forced to you're forced to get psych evaluations constantly, and if they deem that uh your behavior is too aggressive, uh, too much of a detriment to society, like you'll you'll get labeled a latent criminal where your life is um basically like locked into certain like uh like certain doors are going to be locked for you like forever like you're not going to be able to get into any sort of higher position you're always going to be a grunt in the grand scheme of things like there's no working your way to the top like the police will specifically use people who have like shitty um cognitions as like the uh as the attack dogs they're the ones that get sent out to go kill criminals. They're Damn. the ones that have to basically That's... put all the burdens of society on their shoulder. So other people can live their, like, uh, their frou-frou, like... Uh, lives what, of what decadence. Yeah, their decadent lives in this sort of futuristic society where everything's, like, all VR and fake smiles. Man, I need to watch this. It's, it's, a, it's pretty I, high on my list of stuff I need to need to watch. Well, put it higher. It is really solid, honestly. Well, now that I'm no longer reading One Piece, 
maybe I have time for other media. Oh, I you, can't believe you, you cut up? all that shit. Uh, no, I haven't started the the new arc. I fi- okay. I finished the Wano arc, which is this uh, the most recent completed one. Yeah, yeah, no. So no, no. I'm gonna take a break for a while. I'm not a big manga reader, but honestly, like, I think the biggest thing that's making me not want to read One Piece is the art. I just don't like it. That's fair. It it is kind of ugly at some points, and yeah, he has this uh, he has this knack for drawing characters that are these like grotesque, twenty foot tall mutants. Like some people just right. don't like the way it looks, and I can understand like, that. But I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, Osama ranking kind of had like similar proportioned characters, but the art style was like phenomenally better. It's the faces you don't like. I mean, well, probably. there's also I the body really proportion. Like yeah, their bodies are just weird and they don't make any fucking sense. It looks like Photoshop. Like, you ever see those memes where people purposely like Photoshop people to look like hideous goblin people? Yeah, like that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, well, there are at least a thousand characters, and like all of them look unique. Although, well, yeah, you gotta give him that. Although for a long time he did draw all his female characters with the same supermodel body. <laughs> a man had a type. Gotta well, respect it. Yeah, and he he answers a lot of fan mail and. Most of that's been translated too, and and it, yeah, he admits he he loves drawing tits. Nice, a man after my own heart. Well, the, uh, apparently but, he married the Nemi's voice actress, didn't he? Oh, that's that's interesting. That's wait, heartwarming. Wait, it's either Nemi's voice actress or it was some girl officially. Cosplaying Nami for an event. I, I'm not sure what was it. Or maybe that's also the voice actress. I don't fucking know. Oh, she really hit the big time then. This guy is the number one comic in the world, probably. Oh, yeah, that, that that's a lot of manga soul. Yeah, I imagine that nigga set up for life. But anyway, we're getting it, off it, topic. Yeah, I was doing that on purpose because I don't really know what to say about Redline. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it before. It's it's really cool, it, stylish movie. Yeah, it's just awesome. And, and, and it's one of those movies about you could show your normie friends. You could watch this with your dad or your uncle or whatever, and he'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. It's fast cars and uh, cool people and hot chicks. Yeah, it's honorary American movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, very much honorary American, honorary Aryan. <laughs> anyway, I guess we'll just move on then. Yeah, let's talk about Psyche. Oh, Psyche! I love Psyche. Psyche, Psyche K, however you want to fucking pronounce it. Psyche Kusuo. Yeah. Psyche Kusuo. I, I don't know why they why the Japan insists on using like Greek lettering in their fucking uh, names. In case you didn't know the little trident thing, that's the Greek letter for psi. Yeah, because psychic. 
Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's just dumb. I don't like it. It makes things yeah. hard to look up. Why do you do that? But it I, if you look it up, you'll just have to use the English title, which is The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. Well, you know they like to use uh, bits of English, so why not bits of other languages? They, because they I don't have cool. a fucking keyboard that has ancient Greek letters on it. That's why. <laughs> fucking There's modern assholes. Greek. There's modern Greek, too, but no one outside of Greece cares. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, apparently Netflix has dropped uh, the 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 final chapters of the, the manga animated, and I never fucking knew it. I still I haven't fucking watched it. This did, is literally did, my first time hearing about this. Did, 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 did you see the, this one? Season three? No, I haven't. Well, it's called a season, but it's just one episode, 55 minutes. Yeah, so it's more like a TV uh, special. Yeah, and then there's apparently this. Yeah, I didn't know about any of that. Nobody fucking told me this shit. So apparently Shidoen, uh, the second one I linked, is uh, suppo supposedly season three. And then there's Kanketsuen, which is the supposedly the final arc. I guess I have some Psyche K to watch. Yeah, they need to organize this better. Yeah. Yeah, but for some reason, apparently, let, let me check 2019. Yeah, the... the the supposed season three came after the final chapters. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Right. But uh, anyway, Psyche K is probably one of the funniest uh, physical comedy anime that I've seen. It is so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Like the, the main character being this like ridiculously powerful psychic is just entirely played for laughs. And I like that he sometimes loses control of his powers and like goofy things happen against his own will. Like accidentally teleporting the school somewhere else. Well, basically, Psyche is a really fucking weird character. He's a super strong psychic. He never talks, but you always hear his thoughts. Yeah, his monologue is his outer log, whatever the word is for that. He just... You hear his thoughts, but everyone else does too. Sort of. Do they? I, I don't fucking remember. They he never opens his mouth once. But anytime he says something in his head, people understand exactly what he's saying. Yeah. But conveniently I, don't hear the sarcasm in his voice. Yeah, I think that's that, that's the joke. <laughs> it, it's been yeah, a while. I haven't seen his this. character page has this gigantic list of different psychic abilities he has. Yes, telepathy. It's pretty is much one everyone that everyone that you could think about. That's yep. his power. Yeah, and he, 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 he plays the. I know there's a specific Japanese word for this. I don't remember, but uh, he plays the straight man. And, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, that's. I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I forget what they call that. It's but that's okay, like the most common. Or some shit like that. No. Yeah, something like no, that. No. <laughs> it's not. 
<laughs> no, but look it up though. So <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> that's like a common like comedy thing in Japan is to have the wacky character and then the 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 normal stand-up Japanese guy. And he just reacts, eh, eh, nani? Like, that's just his whole job, is just to react, overreact to every, like, dumb thing the other person says. They, they, okay, they, the... they, they call them the, the straight man because they he, 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 he set the ridiculous situation straight. That, that's the point. Yeah, the Japanese yeah. term is tsukomi. Tsukomi. Yeah. Yeah, it just means straight man. And Wikipedia even lists Psyche K as an example. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But it, it's it's actually really funny. Like, I a lot of Japanese comedy can be really hit or miss. Some shows, their jokes just don't really land. I don't know if that's, like, a Western thing. Like, the jokes just don't translate all the time. Or, or no, my just head bad. is gigantic and I'm yelling. No, That's I, the joke. I, I think some of them are just shit. Uh, there's a Sakamichi, Sakamichi Anishan that uh, nobody liked. And then there's uh, gamers that I've been talk, talking about where it just becomes like uh, a, a big a big mix of misunderstanding. It's not fucking funny. None of it is fucking funny. But one thing yeah. that does translate well is physical comedy and slapstick, and Psyche K does that pretty well. Yeah, the the the, the straight man shit uh, works. Uh, it, you 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 don't need like a specific translation. It's not puns. And thinking about it, I think we have local comedian that actually does the this kind of routine. So. Uh, I kind of do it myself, where I talk in a mo monotone, but sometimes I say the goofiest shit, and <laughs> you don't know if I'm joking yeah. or not. I do, I do that too. I love fucking with people because I'll just say it completely straight, but I'll say like the dumbest thing you've ever fucking heard. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it is fun because they can't tell if you're just fucking with them. It's fantastic. But anyway, yeah, Slinky K is a, a goddamn solid uh, comedy. Top tier comedy, and I really, yeah. we really need to finish it. Yeah, we I, do. Maybe I, I, that I, could I, be like an episode. We'll finish this show and talk about it some. Maybe I, I've been told that they, they're not good. At the end, unfortunately. However, Oof. the first, the first two seasons are golden. So yeah. All right, let's move on. So, next anime, Sakamichi. No, Apollon. I don't know what Apollon means. Every time I look it up, it they, I just get the result for Apollo, the Greek god. <laughs> uh, also so I have known no fucking as... clue. Yeah, also kids known... on the slope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slope. Not that kind of slope. Well, yeah, it is actually. It's actually a literal slope. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like that's what they named it after. And why that's so relevant, but yeah, they walk up and down a slope every day to school, and that's yeah. the reference. You, you the see slope. it in this screenshot and analyst. Well, I'm laughing because yeah. slope is an old timey racial slur for Asians. I know what you meant. <laughs> I don't think that's you why got I the said joke. not that kind of slope. 
I, I, but it I, is because it's Japanese characters. To be, I, f- it also takes place in the '60s, so that uh, that actually might apply. I I I didn't know actually. I, I've never heard of that one. What about Zipperhead? You heard of Zipperhead? <laughs> <laughs> that that one comes yeah, from the Korean War, right? I, I don't. I believe remember so. What it means. It's because when the tank uh, treads would run over someone and kill them. <laughs> it would look like there's a zipper on their head. I see. It's so fucked up. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> uh racism is funny. But anyway, <laughs> Sakamichi. So this is um a fascinating sort of coming of age story and well it is high schoolers. Uh it takes I think actually it's middle school. I don't remember. It's school kids. It takes place in the 60s, which is different. You don't really see that too often. You might see the 90s or maybe even the 80s. Main character watch 16, old anime. So this would be high school. Sorry, continue. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so it, it's this coming of age story uh, about these like group of this group of friends and um, it's just a really solid, a really nice, like, story of them, like, coming together over jazz music. So, like, the, the main character, Glasses Coon, he's a, he was trained in, like, classical piano. You know, he comes from that very, like, uh, uppity kind of, like, uh, uh, family. They're all about, like, prim and proper shit. And then he makes friends with this rough and tumble kid who plays, I think he played drums. And he was really into jazz music because I guess that was the hot shit in the 60s. And then there's the girl who is just the girl. That's her character. She's the cute girl. But um, it, it's also interesting for the fact that the two... Uh, friend characters are Christian, which in a Japanese show that's very that's rare. Weird. Yeah, you don't see that often. And they're not like the that like Japanese hidden Christian. They're like Catholic, I believe. They're just like straight up Catholic. And the the main character wears like a rosary, and that's like a part of his character is that he wants to become like a clergyman. Yeah, I've heard good things about this. I just didn't know any of the details. Yeah. It yeah, it's just a really solid story about people becoming friends and uh having to deal with some like bullshit, you know, teenagers get over dumb shit, they argue, but at the end of the day they're friends and it's all that like good shit. It's a very wholesome, heartwarming show. I don't know why I kind of thought this was like some yaoi shit just from the way the two male characters looked at each other in like one of the screenshots. I thought for the longest time, I thought this was like some gay shit. It's not. Yeah, you've been poisoned by modern gay propaganda to, to think that any two characters of the same sex looking at each other have to be fucking. I've fallen for it too. It's It's omnipresent. Anyway, it's labeled as a Jose, so I think that's kind of why. Like, it, there, it, there's no like 
because it's made by like that going but the the characters are drawn in that sort of like jose style that's pretty much it so I, I added anyway. this to my Annie list, planning to watch list, because this looks pretty cool. Even though yeah, jazz, music is uh, jazz music is boring, but uh, the way you've described the characters has caught my interest. Yeah, there's a bit of drama in it, but um, for the most part, it's it's pretty wholesome. But anyway, next next anime. Cromarty High School. So this is probably, uh, I would say, one of the classic like comedy anime that people talk about. Yeah, but this is old enough so that uh, a lot of the more new people, let's say, listening to our podcast, will have don't know about it or something. Unless they grew up reading 4chan or something. This, yeah, I remember that was, uh, there were a lot of popular, like, clips and uh, reaction images on 4chan. This aired in, like, 2003 to 2004, so it's a bit old. It's pretty old. It's kind of in the same vein as, like, Psyche K and I would say, like, uh, The Daily Life of High School Boys. It's another good uh, comedy. I believe uh, I talked about that earlier in this list. Yeah, I'd say the daily life of high school boy is a good comparison, but but take that and make this into a school for delinquent and yeah. add some much weirder humor to it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like yeah, and it's got it's got that like early two thousands vibe to it, which is really cool. It's not completely ruined with CG. No. The uh, animation uh, can be kind of like... Uh, uh, kind of crappy at times, but it's, yeah, that's not the point. But the it, yeah, point it, is the it's, comedy. It's a comedy, yeah, so it doesn't really matter. I, I watched the dub back in the day, and as far as I'm aware, the dub and the actual subs, they're quite different. I still need to... Uh, <laughs> To, to yeah. watch a sub eventually. I, I watched it dubbed as well. No, I've heard in the dub they call each other fags more often, but that's all I know. <laughs> it's been too long. I can't, I can't even fucking tell you. This was still yeah. when I fucking watched up. So. I just remember a lot of jokes about poop. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely more on the wackier side. Like one of the characters is just straight up a robot named Mechazawa, and he's the best. I love Mechazawa. Yeah, and uh, there's a uh, freaking Freddie Mercury. Yeah, straight up Freddie Mercury from Queen. He's just a character. Doesn't talk. No, he never says a single word. But he's just Freddie Mercury for some reason. It's really weird, but it, it's just a really solid anime. Just a it, it's it, one of those uh, one of those rare anime that's had like a sort of like niche following since basically since it came out. Well, it's it it, uh, it came out during like that that golden era. It's one of the golden era anime. 
Golden the, era was the eighties, mate. No, I mean the golden era of uh, we- of anime in the West. You know, the the early two thousand yeah, sh- yeah. sh- sh- shit when, that aired on Adult like, Swim. I I have no idea if this actually aired on Adult Swim, but uh, for some reason this is one anime that a lot of people back then talked about a lot. Yeah, I think it was a lot of people's first introduction to like uh, bizarre Japanese comedy, so yes, that's why it ended probably. up sticking around. And it it had a lot of reaction images people could use on forums when forums were like a big thing before oh, like, yeah, social the, media. Happened. Yeah, the re- the so, reaction pics from this series are great. Yeah, the, the, there's one segment where uh, some dude get gets trolled in a forum. Th- that yeah, that's gets, fucking great. gets posted a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's just some guy getting into a heated argument with another dude on a forum. It, and he it, just it, gets so fucking ass blasted. It's like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's fucking relatable. It's like, yeah, I remember being a teenager on the internet. That shit was too fucking <laughs> real. Uh, it's a fucking yeah. It's a yeah. really fantastic show. Yeah, great anime. Good shit. All right. Next we got Samurai Champloo. Yeah, uh, this is an anime that a lot of people, I'm sure, know about. It, it, it's it's one of those the uh, golden age anime I've been talking about. Yeah, it's like you don't have to talk about Cowboy Bebop because people know. This is this the slightly less known one, but not yeah. by much. Yeah, this one. Yeah, is... the people usually bring this up in the same vein as Cowboy Bebop because I believe it was made. Same director. Yeah, Watanabe. Yeah. Same director. It also has a pretty good dub, and it, it, it just like Cowboy Bebop. Instead of like having some sort of like jazz music thing going on, this has a rap yeah, music it's... thing going on. Yeah, it's. It, it mixes like old, like Japanese sound with like American rap, and it's um. There, there's yeah, a lot it, of uh, of Nujabe too. Yeah, Nujabe. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Yeah, that nigga makes some great music. It, at first, I thought it was awkward to see rap music mixed with these like 1800s swordsmen, but. I got into yeah, it after a it, couple episodes. Right? Like, it's jarring at first, but then you're kind of like, oh, this kind of works for some reason. The the opening is amazing, too. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I don't like rap, and even I have the opening on my fucking phone. Uh, I yeah, can get you a, niggas into fantastic. rap the way I did into metal. I listen to rap. Muse just—he's just too white. He's extra white. <laughs> he's Canadian. What, 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 what's they don't, fun- they don't what, have real rap in Canada. You no, what, like Drake. What, what what's really funny is that I, I I had a friend who lived in my neighborhood, like like a black friend, and you know he had a lot of brother. Oh, the and... neighborhood black. No, not the. Every Canada has a standardized uh, black neighbor. Yeah, th- th- there was a bunch actually. <laughs> But, but, but yeah, what I meant is that, uh, 
I was always at his house at some point, and I've listened to a lot of rap back in my days, but I still don't like it. <laughs> As usual, like all the best stuff came out in the eighties. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. the eighties, the, the uh, early nineties stuff is actually pretty good, I'd say. But like the, the new stuff yeah. is like, uh, and you like Eurobeat, which has a lot of rap in it. Oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I like Eurobeat with rap in it. But what I like is that it's not completely rap. I I, I feel like the the rapping really goes and uh, enhances the music. Whereas new stuff, I, I've complained about this a lot on the Fediverse. Um, uh, all during my life, when talking about music, some people like in high school could not understand that I will listen to video game music. You know, like shit from Donkey Kong Country. The, I, I will be told, where's the lyrics? I'm like, what? Like, nigga, this has a melody. Listen. Yeah, yeah, but this is what I don't understand. It seems like most people seems to focus more on the lyrics than on the melody. I don't get it. And there's a lot of, of rap that is absolute garbage here because it has no melody and it's all lyrics. And there's a lot of non-rap songs where that happens too. And I, I, I kind of never cared that much about lyrics. As yeah. long as the lyrics as a melody thing going on and it enhances the song, I, I kind of don't care about what it's saying. Yeah, every time in the past like 15 years or so, I've been exposed to radio music. Uh, just fucking I, abominable. I, I kind of don't hate the radio music they, they have here, but like it's nice for a car ride, and that's about it, you know. But but whatever, whatever. Yeah, Samurai Champloo, it's good. Like even it's if you an, don't, yeah. even if you don't care about rap music or all the aesthetics associated with it, this is still pretty fun. There's all sorts of anime about dudes with swords fighting each other, but this one stands out. It absolutely yeah. does. So if you like Cowboy Bebop, you, you, you gotta you, you gotta watch this. Yeah, it's it's um it's got a similar vibe to it, though it's a very different show. This is actually a like, road trip anime. Yeah, it is a road trip. There's an actual like destination they're trying to reach. And they just get sidetracked a, a lot. And just like Cowboy Bebop, uh, there's some nonsense episode along the way. Yeah, like the wasabi episode. I, I don't remember this one, but at some point there's fucking zombies for some reason. That's yeah, that's the episode. They they eat okay. wasabi and turn into zombies. <laughs> I don't know why. It just it should, they just I guess to break up like the give you something different. I don't know. But anyways. Moving on. Yeah. So the next anime is I'm not even going to pr- try to pronounce the Japanese name. Uh Makia when the promised flower blooms. This is a movie. Uh, I believe I talked about this before. Yep, yep, you um, did. Yeah. So uh, basically the premise is like it's this 
sort of light fantasy world where there's this race of people um, that live forever, essentially, or at least very, very long. And uh, so they don't really like to interact with outside races, um, uh, mainly the humans. Um, so they're elves. They're, they're kind of more like Keebler elves almost. They're basically like lifelong teenagers, like 14-year-olds. Like they don't really like get very big, but they live essentially forever. But uh, so the the premise of the story is that some bullshit happens and uh, the the Keebler elf people uh, kind of scatter throughout the world. And the main character, uh, Makia, she ends up raising a baby that she finds orphaned after like a bandit raid or something. Just fucking mercs his parents. So she raises this little boy by herself, essentially. And you're just really watching their relationship and this boy's life from start to finish. And it's really fascinating. And it's... Uh, it's just... In, it, I like the idea of a character that doesn't really age and has to watch everyone else around them age. Yeah, that's a big part of um, to your eternity. Yeah, I, I hear. I hear that's a good one. I'm gonna have to watch that sometime. Oh, you're really gonna have to watch it because I know I... it's season two just ended, and it's anime of the season. Okay, I, it's definitely on my list. It's on. It's a high priority, but I'm. I just started Monster, so I'm gonna f- try to finish that. Yeah, Monster's better, but. Yeah, to your eternity is very good. Yeah, it's it's definitely on the to watch list. Uh, but yeah, this it's a mo- This is a movie, so it's only about it's a little under two hours. So it's not a huge time investment. Um, I would say it's pretty pretty family friendly. So you could probably watch it with a normie. Oh, what's the and, point uh, if there's it, no decapitations or naked chicks? Uh, there's a, there's a little bit of a uh, crime. I'll just say that, but it, it's it's not quite so explicit that it would like turn off people. All right, I added this to my planning to watch list. Yeah, it's, it's really it's long very... for an. Ant- animated movie hour 55 minutes yeah i wonder i wonder what this is this is adapted from a manga so i assume it was just a short manga yeah, the well, manga well, was well, seems manga was three volumes yeah yeah 27 yeah. chapter that seems about right yeah you know what fuck it i'll read this by next week okay <laughs> sure sure <laughs> whatever I'll, I'll leave a tab open to remind me I imagine it's probably a one-to-one adaptation, more or less. Yeah, but with a movie, I expect high-quality animation. I remember it being very high-quality. I remember it looking very pretty. I, I don't remember, but I like exactly. But I do, I do remember thinking it looked nice. All right, I'll let you niggas know next week. All right. Next on the list, 
Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei. Have either of you even heard of this anime? Uh, yes. Yes, I keep okay. fucking... I, I've been hearing about it for the last... For the last at least 10 years. Yeah, it it's, came out in 2007. It is such a bizarre show. I don't even know how to tell you about this. But it's... It's... It's kind of a comedy, but also kind of not. It's like a dark comedy, but yeah, it's also it, very melancholic I, and very I, esoteric. I can't explain this in one word. It's a shaft. That's all you need to know. It's one <laughs> yeah. bad mother. No, I mean shaft the studio. They're supposed they're, to say shut your mouth. They're, they're, they're known for making like really weird shit like this. Yeah, and uh, this is no exception. So, it's not just Shaft, though. Like, the manga for this is really fucking bizarre. And the mangaka is, like, a fucking turbo weirdo. Like, even by Japanese standards. So, like... When he when the manga got adapted for an anime, he to celebrate he threw a funeral for himself because he <laughs> okay. believed that he died because there's no way he would have gotten uh he would have seen success in this life that was his excuse. <laughs> so he's just a fucking weirdo, but that kind of just sells you more on the show. Yeah, this sounds so, pretty cool. Yeah, it it's it's just it's there's a lot of mystery going on, and you don't there's uh, there's subtle hints to what the secrets are uh, throughout the show, but it's probably not going to hit you until near the end. You're like, oh shit, that's what's going on. So it's it there's just a lot of really bizarre things that don't quite make sense. And like a running gag of the show is that the sensei tries to kill himself a lot. Like that's where you see the noose in the fucking uh uh in the box art. Like that's a running theme of, of suicide. Well, suicide is funny, so I need to watch this. Yeah, it it very much is a dark comedy. Well, it, it is called Say, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, or Goodbye yeah. Teacher Despair. Yeah. Yeah, I love this kind of weird shit, so this will probably be right up my alley. Oh, guys! Yeah, it, if you like weird shit, it's definitely one of the weirdest shit you'll ever see. This is animated by Shaft, so it's it's gonna be delightfully fucking weird. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I can't really say too much more without spoiling it. It's really all about just like watching it for the weirdness and trying to understand the mysteries of what's going on because there is a story behind it. It's not just bizarre shit. There's actually an explanation behind the bizarre shit. But anyway. Pressing forward. 
moving on to Outlaw Star. It's it, Discount it, Cowboy Bebop, but I don't say that as a negative thing. The, the, this game before Cowboy Bebop, uh, one of the sh- came out this. Sh- don't tell anyone. Oh, they they came out the same year, I think. Yeah, I think uh, they yeah, came out actually, like, basically yes. the same time. Yeah, this uh, came no, out uh, January uh, of '98, and Cowboy Bebop was April of '98. So yeah. they must have been in production at the same time. Yeah, it's weird how that just sort of works out. So Outlaw Star is more action oriented. It's not so much influenced by American noir and cowboy shit. Like this is more of a shonen in space. Yeah, more or less. It it has a lot of those uh, shonen tropes, but in a good way. It's definitely a solid watch all the way through. Yes, Aisha is best girl. Fair enough. Fur fag. She's not. She's kimono Mimi, not a fur fag. Kimono. <laughs> no, you don't understand. She's only forty percent furry. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but this is a fun watch. Yeah. It, it's it's literally just about this fucking uh, group of people like going on space adventures and having like shootouts and shit. And the the spaceships do this weird thing where they like extend these robot arms and they grapple each other in space. Yeah, space wrestling. Not even slightly realistic, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, who cares about realism? It's a fucking cartoon. But yeah, it's a, it's just one of those really solid '90s anime. It uh, doesn't get talked about as much as I feel like it should. Not that it's unknown. It's well, just... well it, it, it's also one of those golden era anime that's been talked about a lot by back then. But uh, yeah, indeed, it's been one that's been a yeah, little bit Yeah, you're not going to see an Outlaw Star Netflix adaptation anytime soon. Yeah, some weebs remember this fondly, but it wasn't a gigantic mega hit like Cowboy Bebop was. Yeah. I Did this air on Adult Swim? Probably. Yeah, that's where I, I saw it dubbed. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did, because it was really popular back then. Yeah, I, I remember that um the cat girl's English voice actor quit acting and became a politician in Canada. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's kind of funny. Did she win? Was she a successful politician? Yeah, she holds some some kind of office, some minor role. I can't remember her name, but it's not important. Yeah, it's Canada. Nothing that happens in Canada is important. Yeah, we all know Trudeau was dictator for life anyway. Uh, anyway, Outlaw Star. Uh, not too much to say on it, honestly. It's just like it's just a fun time. If you want a a less you know character focused cowboy bebop, more shonen esque, like this is for you. So, moving on to Sereno Moribito, or. Uh, 
I have never heard of this. Morbito, Guardian of the Spirit. So, you have or haven't heard of this? I recognize the main character, but I've never seen this. Yeah, um, this aired on Adult Swim, but it got like the shittiest time slot. I think it was like three or four in the morning. So nobody fucking watched it. Oh, and it was 2007. So by then I'd stopped watching TV and it was just torrenting everything. Yeah, it was at that point where like, yeah, where people kind of were transitioning to the internet for most of their entertainment. Like at the very beginning of that. So this show kind of got shafted. But it's really a shame because it's very well made. And it's very interesting. So basically the premise is that the main character is this woman who is a spear wielder. And uh, she's going on a journey to save, um, I think it was eight people. Like eight people that she deems important like to the, to the world. Like lives that deserve to be saved. Uh, in repentance for uh, eight people who died that probably didn't deserve to die. And that's explained more in the show, but uh, so I won't spoil it. Uh, so her name is Balsa and she ends up stumbling onto uh, this convoy that gets attacked and she ends up rescuing a young prince. And it turns out this prince has some sort of like spirit demon thing living inside him. And so that's why there's people trying to kill him. So she's hired uh, by the Empress to protect her son. Uh, one of the tags is not straight Shoda, so I've lost all interest. It, she does not molest the little boy, that's true. Uh, she is somewhat of a mother figure. And she's age 29, so positively ancient by yeah. anime standards. I know it's such a it's such a bizarre thing for anime. It's such a standout because Balsa is a really fascinating character. She's like almost thirty, so she doesn't have that like like that naive youth thing going on. She's very realistic about how the world works. Um, she's an experienced uh, fighter, and it's believable for her body type because she's pretty tall and like stocky. That she would be able to wield a spear, like effectively. Like she doesn't have pencil arms. She's not like a little girl. And the the combat is never like too overly exaggerated to where it's like, yeah, that's bullshit. And not doing like some fucking Wu Kong monkey flips. It's very straightforward, like medieval combat. So is it like Vinland Saga? Yeah, I would say closer to Vinland Saga. Honestly, that's actually a pretty accurate uh, comparison. Though she's much more of a... She's not a, a cunt like Torfine is. Uh, she's very much like a, a kind-hearted person. Despite being good at killing. Yeah. Well, she actually goes out of her way not to kill when it's not necessary. But she is good at it. She yeah, she's good at fighting. She's not like bullshit overpowered. Like when she gets outnumbered, 
she actually like tries to find things in the environment to use it to her advantage so she doesn't fucking die because i don't know if you've ever been into like a fight with somebody uh you can't fight three people off at the same time unless you're dramatically overpowered like you could fight three toddlers at the same time but you couldn't fight three guys of your size and weight you get your shit rocked yeah unless you have a gun and you can kill two of them <laughs> yeah, quickly unless you have a pocket equalizer you're fucked yeah I, i've been in real fights before and they are not fun no oh, okay so, but, but but how how many to toddlers do you think it will take on? oh dude, <laughs> at least like eight toddlers i could beat the shit out of like eight toddlers easily uh, they have trouble I might struggle standing with nine. up they have trouble yeah. standing up i could just kick them <laughs> yeah that depends am i wearing like jeans and a jacket because they're toddlers are biters dude they'll they'll just straight up fucking bite you like a dog yeah do you have bare legs and feet this yeah, is like, important are you like fighting toddlers in your underwear like what's the scenario are you trying to escape epstein's island like what's the <laughs> scenario <laughs> Oh shit! This is going into weird solution. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we can do another five, or we can wrap this episode up. Wrap this up. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. I don't want this list to end. You've had so many good recommendations, man. I know. I have fantastic taste. You know, honestly, better than Mew. <laughs> no. There's no, <laughs> no idle shit on this list, unless you count, like, uh, Perfect Blue. Yeah, There's that's no like idle shit, unless you count the... Uh, unless you, you count the idle shit. Anyway. Yeah, but that's, like, not important. <laughs> Anyways, let's just fucking end this. All right. Shitposter.club. It's the best website in the world. Yep. Join us. Or die. <laughs> no, just join us. It's good. I see you later. Okay. Good night. Fuck off.
Some fight, some bleed, some up to sun down, the sun of a bad run.